Well, hello, strangers. Thank you for being so patient waiting for episodes lately. I really am sorry. They've not been the usual weekly amount. I've been on holiday, I've been a little busy, and then I've been trying to catch up with the home and away that I've missed. It's now been the UK season finale. I think it might have even been the Australian one looking online. However, as we're UK pace, the UK season finale is all we're worried about here at Coastal News at the moment. And so I've got quite a lot to catch in and stuff into this uh, this final episode of Coastal News Podcast in 2021. Song soon come around quick, hasn't it? Um, so do stay tuned. I'll be going through all the last couple of weeks of Home and Away episodes um, on Channel 5 and 5 Star. Now there's been a bit of a change in scheduling, as you may have noticed. Um... And, of course, um, a very special end to this uh, very special final episode of 2021. Um, A year in review. Um, You decide. So I've been asking on Twitter. You may have seen the polls on the Twitter account at Coastal News Pod or the hashtag Home and Away. Um, Me asking you what your best moments of 2021 were. Best storyline, best plot best couple so we'll go in through some of the results of that and see if you agree or not and whether 2021 has been a great home and away year i think it's been a fantastic year in the bay and heaven knows what's coming up in 2022 let's do this the last episode of 2021 This is Coastal News, an unofficial Home and Away podcast where we dissect the latest week's episodes and discuss the happenings and residents of our favourite fictional town, Summer Bay. So, Mia and Ari, I'm going to quickly skirt over these. I've got to mention them because they had quite a lot of story in some of these episodes that I've been catching up on. Um, But Mia and Ari finally... Signed for the gym, a little bit touch and go there, wasn't it? A little bit sort of ooh, squeaky bum time um, with this dodgy money that, you know, I think I did say this last time I recorded an episode when it was all revealed that Mia um, had this money all along. It was a bit like, oh, why, how on earth have you sat on that with, you know, you were talking about no job, no money, no way out, no way no way to get on with life and things and then suddenly you you know been st- it's a plot device isn't it to get this storyline about them buying the gym happy to go with it at this stage um so you've used this money they had to wait quite a while didn't they for one of ari's and i'm doing air quotes here friends to um to sort out a bank check you just know that's going to come back and bite them on their ass don't you that bank check's going to come going to bring up all hella problems for them and uh, at at the moment it seems to have been cleared and the transfer the the place has been done so they're they're high on everything they're high on this news and they now own the gym illegitimately or legitimately whatever you decide or derive from from this money um but either way it's been bought with stolen cash so secrets don't last forever in the bay do they so that's all going to come out at some point um, but, um, you know, they, they've got it and now they're on their way um, with the adoption process and hopefully they get some good news from it because they've had nothing but bad lately. Not my most favourite couple, but I certainly, regular listeners will know, I'm not a big fan of Mia um, in the slightest, uh, might be a little understatement, um, but 
you know, I don't wish her that that bad, that bad, you know. I, let, let her have some good news, eh? She really wants this child and, and, and Ari as well. Um, so hopefully some good news coming for those down the line. Someone who else who seems to be on the up with good news is Jasmine. She's got a lot more time on her hands now. I mean... A lot of us did wonder how she used to fit in being a full-time nurse and running a gym. You know, it was just, like, mind-blowing how she even managed to do that. Um, so now she's offloaded the gym. She's got a bit of cash in the in the, in the the bank. It all felt a bit... Because Tori... I mean, I'll come on to this later on in a moment. But because Tori was leaving when Baby Grace and everything, they're moving to London. It definitely felt, like in the same very same episode that, that Jasmine sold the gym, it definitely felt that there was a definite door closing on Robbo there. Um, you know, did anyone else think that or feel that way? It was like everything, Robbo's now been erased from Home and Away history, right? The gym legacy, we don't see his family, the, his, ba his, his, his child has now emigrated to the other side of the world. That's the end of Robbo. What do you think about that? I know he was very popular... Um, and I've not seen a quick scroll through Twitter. I've not seen many people think talking and thinking that way. Um, uh, but you know, that door's definitely been closed and locked there. So, but she's happy, Jasmine. You know, there was a bit of a wobble when she found out Grace would be leaving, but she's generally happy. I think Cash is helping that. Her and Cash get on like a house on fire. I love them two together. What are we calling them, Jash? Jash? Um, yeah. Fantastic couple, and um, that 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 episode where they're trying to, you know, get a weekend away, and she ends up drunk, and um, you know they were going to go to the city and have that naughty weekend, which they did eventually do. So, um, but yeah, uh, you know, so we we can assume they've now done the deed at that hotel. Yeah, great couple, and um, Jasmine is finally happy. Hopefully. For good this time. I mean, it's not going to be for good, is it? It's a soap opera. But you know, let's let, let's hope Jasmine gets some gets some time to just enjoy life a bit. <laughs> Chloe and Ryder have, um, you know, quite the opposite experience of Jasmine and Cash really at the moment. They're going the other way by the looks of things. New arrival Theo, Leah's estranged nephew, a troublemaker, come out of control, plonker. Um, it looks like a love triangle's been set up here. He's just been super flirtatious with Chloe since his arrival, really. And he's um, been incredibly opposite, subtle about it. So it's gotten under Ryder's skin. I thought Ryder was going to be a bit oblivious to it all at the beginning because he was. He was like just walking like a zombie tired. But, um, you know, we, we he does wise up to it and he's not happy. And do you know what? I can understand why, you know, he's not happy about Theo. Why can't Chloe see it? Chloe probably can't be number one <laughs> amongst viewers, um, on the majority of viewers. But I don't, just don't understand why she can't see why Ryder would be upset about the way Theo is behaving. And obviously, it all escalates. Ryder's 21st birthday, and Chloe has this weird, you know, I, it was this very strange idea that Ryder would love to go to a club because she's not thought of anything till last minute, and it was just like disaster written all over it. You just wanted to shake her, didn't you? They go to the club. Then, not only that, 
you know, you just think Raj is not going to enjoy this. She makes Theo or puts Theo in charge of, of getting Ryder there as a surprise of all people, who decides, in a very over-the-top fashion, just to, to, to kidnap him and bung him in the boot of the car. So Ryder is pissed off, like, big time. And you can really, really, you know, empathise with that, because you would be. And obviously, you never drink when you're angry, because you just knock them back, don't you? And then Ryder ends up in an absolute state, and she still doesn't get it. And you know what? I was thinking about this. It's not been that long since Ryder and Chloe themselves were kidnapped. She knows exactly what feelings that would bring up, right? And I think that's a bit of an oversight on the writer's part, maybe, because she doesn't even realise he's upset about that until he actually has to tell her quite explicitly. And she's walking around basically calling him a spoiled brat around this club. And it just was all wrong, completely wrong, and didn't really, didn't really work. Then there's this weird moment where... Tane turns up. Again, it's just a plot thing to get his story, to get him at the club. It happens to be the club that Flit works at and they've got this whole thing going on. So the whole setup with them being at the club just felt really forced and really, just really out of nowhere, really. So, you know, Rider's 21st will be memorable, but for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> And Tori's gone. Tori and Christy are finally, which all seemed to happen very quick, but finally tied the knot, hitched up, and they've left for London. <laughs> sad face. Hashtag really sad. Um, I know I love Tori. She's been the, one of the best doctors we've had for a long, long while. Um, apart from Logan, because I really do like Logan. Um, although he's doing nothing but eat Mac's face lately, so he's not going to be covered in this week's episode. But, um, yeah, Tori and Kristen, very happy, very strange wedding, quite sparse, actually. There wasn't many people there, which was odd, other than random extras, which always tend to come out for weddings in soaps. Um, and, um, yeah, they just get married and they leave. And Justin wasn't happy, was he, when it, you know, when he, it was all announced. He, 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 he was quite OK with her applying for the job and getting the interview for the job in London. But I think he... He probably just thought deep down that it was never going to happen. You know, it's, it's a pipe dream, you know, um, especially as it happens so quick. You can understand why he would think like that. Um, but of course it does against all the odds. And he sort of shuts down for a bit, refuses to give her away. And I thought, I really feel for Justin here. You know, these guys, the, the Morgans, they've gone through a lot, you know. Um, it's not just you know, your usual brother-sister moving away type thing and you'd be sad about it. These guys have gone through a heck of a lot and it's made them real, really close as a, as a result. So, yeah, they're protective of each other, aren't they? So I can really understand why they've um, they've ended... You know, he's, his reaction was, was the way it was. He comes round events, doesn't he, um, for the sake of Tori's happiness. So hopefully... I'm hoping that's not the end we see of Tori. I'm hoping perhaps maybe... You know, I wasn't really happy about her and Christian, was I, getting together. You'll know from previous apps of this podcast. So maybe off screen, later down the line, her and Christian will break up and she'll she'll move back. Who knows? Um, you know, returnee characters don't really tend to be a thing for Home and Away. But let's hope so, shall we? Because um, she was a great addition to the show. We're going to miss her greatly. All the best. But please come back. And leave Christian in London, please. 
Okay, so I've mentioned before, talking about um, Riders 21st, but Tane and the Felicity Flick um, stalker things heated up um, quite significantly. And um, I think... I think there was clues, wasn't there, leading up to sort of Ryder's 21st when he goes to the club and he's not there to, to speak to Cl to Flick, he's not there to engage with her, he's there to get Ryder, which was just a bit random. It was just to put him at the club so that she had an excuse to go and get an AVO on him. But before that, it was it was getting heated. There was argument. Alfie even had to split them up from <laughs> Rowan in the surf club at one point, um, which just felt very home and away of old, didn't it? I loved that scene, actually. Um, yeah, it just getting daft and um, it escalating to a point where obviously now we know Flick, Flick ends up getting an AVO. I actually feel really sorry for, for Flick here. And I also feel sorry for Tane. I can see it from both sides. Okay, first off, Tane is convinced it's Felicity and the evidence he's gotten and the... the what he's devised from what's happened, it can only be flick, and I get that. I think he's, I think he's been a bit strong, sort of, with the threats. I mean, he's worried about the. I mean, these roses are turning up everywhere. He's worried, isn't he, about safety and and about all that stuff. So I, I, I do get it. I, re, you know, I do. Um, but I must say, he, you know, he's he's probably going about some things wrong. Where he's lashing out, isn't he, and and he's causing this public scene, and it's making him look like a bit of a twonk um and of course flick uses that not really not not uses because that, that that's probably the wrong choice of word because that makes it sound manipulated but um when flick's getting upset because she in her eyes has done nothing it's not her she's adamant her, that she's not the one stalking him he's the one that's being unreasonable can you imagine if you weren't stalking somebody and they were accusing you of everything in public being quite aggressive and loud and shouting at you, upsetting you, people are going to rally around you, right? And Rue does it. And, and I'm actually really, really annoyed with Rue for this because she jumps to conclusions right away, starts giving Tane one eye, like, mm, go away. And, you know, like, she, she's definitely right on there on the judgment train. Um, And actually, it's now to do with her. She's nothing to do with Felicity. She's nothing to do with Tane. They've got a bit of a squabble going on, leaving to it. What You know what I mean? It was all just a bit odd. Rue, what you're doing, love. So, <laughs> now I've got that off my chest. Um, yeah, so it, Flick feels like she's got no choice. She's get, she gets to a point where she's really quite beside herself. She's got no choice but to go to the police and get an AVO. Now, of course, a police is her brother. So, Cash serve this AVO quite publicly. That's obviously just for dramatic effect for us, um, which we thoroughly enjoyed. Thank you, Home and Away writers. Um, and, um, you know, and it all looks... The, 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 pass, the onlookers, the passers-by, are all thinking, what on earth's going on here? Tane's the one that's been badgering her. Why, you know... You know and, and, that, and that's going to instil their, you know, their opinion of Tane. Okay, and I think, and fast forward later down the line when it gets to the evening of the charity event, we'll see how that will probably unfold. Um, uh, so Tane's got this ABO, now he's not allowed to go near Flick, despite them all hanging out at the same surf club and diner constantly. So we'll see how that, we'll see how long that lasts. Um, in terms of who the stalker is, 
don't think it's flick guys don't think it's flick and if you've seen spoilers at ozpace you'll probably know who it is don't tell us i'm avoiding everything many of us uk viewers are avoiding everything um but i think at this stage where we're up to i don't think it's flick i think it's one big mistake um i don't know who it could be i've got some ideas and i was going to do a bit of a segment on it but don't have time now i've left like three weeks worth of episodes to cram into this episode of um so so yeah so i have my ideas do you have yours please reach out to me at coastal news pod on twitter i'd love to hear your thoughts um i've got my suspects and i'm sure we'll find out i was hoping we'd actually at all come to light in a big fashion you know a big um a big you know explosive argument and a big reveal on the, the finale night but we've been left in balance so finale night came for the uk and it was the big charity event organized by martha she did this her usual martha disappearing act herself um which was quite frustrating really because i thought oh it was a bit a bit of an eye roll moment really it's, oh god martha's off again she's done one left and then she's she's done one and, and we shouldn't really feel like that about it i think I'm starting to think that it was a big mistake bringing her back during the 30th anniversary year. Not only the sort of the damage that's been done to Al's character because we're supposed to believe that he's kept this secret and yada yada yada, but because she's just annoying and she's just being a bit she's a bit damp, you know what I mean? And 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 I'm, and I'm not trying to diminish the the mental health storyline that she's that she's got because I think it's been done really well actually, but I think maybe I'd feel better if they were just in town more, and you know I was starting to invest more in her and Alf's relationship these last few weeks watching these episodes because they've just been here they've not been just passing through and driving to Marimbula constantly, um, and incidentally if Martha left me a note and said I'm not coming to a charity do Marimbula is the first place I would have looked. However, it turns out. She was just sat on a bench on the beach and nobody saw her there all day. Crazy, eh? So she she pulls herself together after a talk with wise old elf and goes to the dude just in the nick of time to do a speech and unveil her masterpiece. Um, and it sounds like it, um, the episode and, and the, the charity event has done lots to raise awareness of the mental health and raise money and it's all well and we love a finale where all the cast are all in the same room and there's a big party going everyone's dolled up and something disastrous will happen so meanwhile downstairs in the gym the tane stalker is it flick probably not thing is escalating where he's been spiked his drink was swapped he's been spiked he's passed out on the floor and the boots it definitely looks female, doesn't it? I think the boots are supposed to put us off, but it's a female. The boots come in, releases the gas, and Tane is incapacitated. And this gas is probably going to knock him out even more. Is it going to kill him? And there's a very, very unfortunately placed aircon vent right above it and it's already flown up how the aircon from a sweaty gym is connected to a nice restaurant upstairs we'll never know let's just go with it guys um and the gas is now sleeping out into the the charity event upstairs now i would have said home and away are being quite 
risque doing a gas attack on a charity mental health charity event in an episode however um the only reason why the gas has ended up in the charity event is because of poorly designed air conditioning units so we'll let it slide the actual drama was happening in the gym so we'll let that slide um and they just get away with it by the skin of their teeth um but now we've got like is everybody going to be affected the same as Tane? Is there going to be somebody else who dies in the group? Is there going to be somebody else who is is seriously hurt from this gas? What is this gas? What you know? What's going on? Who's done it? All these questions, and we've been left seen on a cliffhanger until the show returns. Oh, what a year end day. And return the show will. Um, there's been obviously well documented, I think. I mean, well documented, but not very well advertised. Um, time slot changes on Channel 5 now. So if you are used to watching Home and Away at 6pm on Channel 5, you need to watch it at 6pm on 5 Star now, which is available everywhere. Sky, Virgin, Freeview, you name it. My um, 5 as well, which is what the kids are doing these days. Um, the Channel 5 lunchtime showing at 1.15 is still there, as it always has been. And the first look still goes out at 6.30 on 5 stars. So if you get in of an evening and you've not watched Home and Away that day, you can get 5 star on at 6 o'clock. You can watch that day's Channel 5 episode at 6. And you can go straight into first look at 6.30 on 5 star. So an hour of Home and Away, 6 till 7 every evening on home, on 5 star. So um, there's been a few movements about. So please find the show, support it on Channel 5 or 5 star where you can. We are going to go back to 5 star pace on this podcast. Um, just because I like to watch the first look so that's where we're up to and we're all at the same pace normally five stars is a a day ahead when we go to the break over christmas and but it stayed on on channel five for another day for the repeats so we're all on the whether you watch on channel five or whether you watch on five star we're all now at the same junction the same episode the same cliffhanger so the show will be returning to five star on the 31st of december not even have to wait till the new year. It's back on New Year's Eve on 5 Star 6.30 or 3rd of Jan on Channel 5 at 1.15 um, or if you're a 6 o'clock and you just like that routine, 3rd of Jan, 6 o'clock, 5 Star. Um, but I will be back in the new year. And as it's the end of the year, we've got a very special final segment to this last episode of Coastal News for you. Um, in that, it's, it's a quick sort of year in review, 2021 in our eyes, your voice to be heard, your opinions on the show, on the podcast. Um, and I've been sort of tweeting out during the week some polls, some questions to you guys, and many of you have answered. Thank you so much if you took part. Um, just to find out what you thought of 2021 on Home and Away. So here goes. So it was a number of questions. So first question was best couple of 2021. And um, there's been a few couples coming and going, as we know. So the options that we gave were Dean and Ziggy, Ryder and Chloe, 
Mac and Logan, Mia and Ari. Now, there were other couples, obviously. We had Tane and Ziggy and yada, yada, yada. But those were the four main ones that I thought we could we could choose from. Some of you did reply, actually, sort of saying, I don't want any of those. It's absolutely fine if you preferred other couples. But out of those options, Dean and Ziggy are well on top. We know Dean and Ziggy are popular. 56% of you thought Dean and Ziggy were the best couple of 2021. Now, considering they spent most of the year not together, how amazing, how powerful is that? You know, th these guys are so popular together amongst the audience. Quite funny, actually. Very new couple. Mac and Logan were, were joint second with Mia and Ari at 21%. I mean... Ryder and Chloe coming in way, way last at 3%. Very unpopular. They're probably on the way out anyway from where we're up to UK pace. But Dean and Ziggy, they've spent most of the year apart and with other people. Yet, they have been crowned best couple of 2021 amongst Coastal News podcast listeners. I mean, who'd have thunk it? Didn't expect it at all. And I didn't, you know, that's just the power of these these ships you know, the internet and how everybody just gets behind a couple. Um, they were destined to get back together. The writers were going to get them back together and you guys love it. So you have spoken. Uh, next question was most memorable moment of 2021. Now, there's been so many. This was really hard to narrow down to like four options. But we have, um, oh, I feel like I'm at an award show. The nominees are <laughs> um, so four options of the best memorable moment of 2021. Um, the cliffside car crash, obviously, that's left Dean, you know, the kangaroo, <laughs> the kangaroo and the Dean thing, and the Mia lost a baby. Um, Dean and Ziggy reunited, now considering how popular they are, let's see what result we get on that. The gas attack at Salt, very fresh in our minds. And the final was Lewis and Christian's revenge rival thing remember that that feels like such a long time ago because so much has gone on um was toying with that and maybe the explosion of black ocaracha you know the food truck explosion but it was sort of done and dusted in a few seconds that whereas lewis was quite unhinged wasn't he so i thought that pipped it into the options anyway it came last nine percent um just just slightly ahead of the gas attack at salt the cliffside car crash won best memorable moment of 2021 and, and it probably deserves it that that has sort of cat you know been the catalyst to loads of different stories as i say mia losing her baby and now having to go down this adoption route um dean's got this disability and his his recovery and his rehab um yeah and we've got obviously i mean for a little while neek was 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 worried about the guilt of that introdu introduction of logan so it it was a big event of the year that sort of made, sort of picked the show up and, and took it forward. So I could understand why that one won that one there. Next question was best performance of 2021. Now this could be, you could take this out of the way, this could be the actor, maybe. Um, so the four options were Mac Spirals. Obviously remember when Mac was um, really struggling with everything and um you know drinking and partying and just being a downright pain um bella's heartache after the affair was revealed neek and um that i forget her name now that fashion witch was revealed um tane's stalker and justin's addiction battle 
which has obviously dominated much of the first half of 2021 um, and was very well done, I must say. So best performance 2021, in fourth place you gave Bella's heartache. That wasn't really setting you alight, so Bella came in last there. And then we've got joint second, um, Max Spiral and Tane Stalker sort of on a on a, on a a joint um, match there. And then just ahead at 37% of votes, Justin's Addiction Battle. So very well deserved. I think that definitely would have been up there. I I agree with what you guys are saying there. Best performance of twenty twenty one. Justin did that did that well, and I think that was a good a good result for that question. Best plot of twenty twenty one. Um, again, slightly similar to the best moment, but best you know a, sort of a longer plot line. Um, Lewis's revenge is here again. Thoroughly enjoyed by many because he was just so nuts. Um, Max Spiral again, Justin's addiction again, and then Neek's modelling affair. And you can understand, you can, <laughs> we all know Neek's model, Neek's modelling and the whole affair was wasn't very popular. So that's coming last at twelve percent of votes. Um, then we've got Max Spiral next at twenty four percent. Lewis's revenge came in second, and again Justin's addiction, um, pipped it. 36% of votes on that question. So Justin's addiction storyline is actually more popular than I thought it was. I actually really enjoyed it, but I think because it was early on this year, we we don't really talk about it now, do we? That's sort of in the past. You know, things move so quickly in the Bay that maybe, you know, you forget these things. Um, but uh, very still very, very popular, very memorable. Best plot of 2021. So I think this goes to show that you don't have to blow things up or have, you know, big dramatic um, effects to to tell a good story that people really connect with because Justin's addiction, you know, is just winning all these. Next question was best newcomer of 2021. And there's been a lot, hasn't there? There's been a lot of newcomers this year. It's been one of those years. You know, every few years we get we get that time where lots of actors leave and we get lots of new characters. And, you, God, you've got to warm to them all. Um, so best newcomer of 2021. Options are Logan, um, Mia and Chloe. I'll just group them together because they came together. Theo. Ooh, Theo. <laughs> um, and... Um, Cash and Flit, I've grouped them together again. Um, maybe I shouldn't have done because they're two very individual people, but we'll put them together because they're they're together. So in last year, no surprise here, Theo was the least popular newcomer amongst the votes on these options. Um, um, slow, swiftly followed only slightly by me and Chloe on 9% of votes. So, you know, those guys, I've been saying this, they're not popular. I don't like Chloe, don't like Mia. They've just not landed with the audience. They've definitely not landed with you guys who have voted on this poll. Um, and I, I agree with you. There's a reason why we all get on and we all listen to my podcast. <laughs> We're generally in agreement, guys. Um, in second place was Logan on 35%. Can you see the gap there between Mia and Logan? Mia, Mia and Chloe on 9%, Logan 35% of votes. They're really unpopular, Mia and Chloe. And then just above 52% of votes is Cash and Flick. They're popular. Cash, I've warmed to him right away from the moment he arrived. Really warmed to him. And I think Flick, where we're at with the storyline, she's a bit misunderstood. She's getting pinned for something that perhaps she's not doing with regards to stalking Tane. So 
I completely understand that. And um, I completely agree with everything you lot think too. Best moment of 2021. This is just a singular moment in an episode. Not necessarily the best plot, the best stint, stunts, the best, you know, storyline. But the just the best, just the best scene maybe we should have called this one. Um, options are Witness X Reveal. Some of you might have been a bit, oh, what's that doing in here? But that was at the very beginning of 2021 for us UK viewers. It might have been just into last year for us, maybe. But for us UK guys, that was just in the beginning of the year, which just seems like a lifetime ago when Willow was around. Remember Willow? <laughs> so Witness X reveal, um, the car swerves from a kangaroo and goes over the cliff. Obviously, um, Leah is kidnapped. Remember that guy who kidnapped Leah and tried to marry her? Um, and Christian and Torian's wedding um, wedding service. And um, last was Leah's kidnap. Um, it, the, the kidnap I'm referring to here, so I had to pause that. I know I've just mentioned about Leah being kidnapped and forced to marry. That was the year before. She was kidnapped again this year in that motel room by that guy and she found his phone didn't she and realized he was the real um piece of work you know the real the real killer um Torian's wedding came next at 21% of votes and then joint first between witness x and the cliffside car crash so you guys love a good climax to a story um favorite character now this one there was no options to vote for. It was just open. Just reply with your name of your favourite character. So here we go. And there'll be some shout-outs here, maybe. Um, <clears throat> we've got um, At Dark and Stormy, Mazza, good old Maz. Um, we've got um, Emma Naomi Doran, Jasmine, obviously very popular. Karen Hunt, Willow, sent me a lovely picture of Willow looking quite disdained there um at jasmine delaney s jasmine obviously with the twitter handle like that sophie cheekbones alf forever and always with a flaming galab gif you know um at lucas x rider rider of course lots of fan accounts um so lots of support for rider there um at anna underscore b Ziggy, um, so yeah, quite a good stretch there. Jasmine might have just picked that. She had two people say Jasmine. She's a popular character, isn't she? She's, um, you know, very likable, gone through a lot. We love her to bits. And like I said earlier in the episode, hopefully she, um, you know, she, she has a happy 2022. <laughs> brings us to the end of this special segment on your 2021 opinions of home and away if you have any more that we've missed is anything that we've not covered do reach out the twitter handle is at coastal news pod give that a follow because when episodes return on the 31st of december we'll be tweeting along to them and um you know recording future episodes back to the usual weekly schedule next year guys it's just been a bit manic this time of year as you know um, I just want to take this quick opportunity as well just to thank all you guys for tuning in. Um, I started it just thinking I'd be talking to myself 
um, and you know nobody would would listen in and actually week on week as episodes have come out the audience for this has grown and I think um, the, 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 the stats tell me that a lot of you guys are listening week and week and it's just nice just to sort of speak out there my thoughts about a show that I enjoy watching and just to um, you know just to know that other people are enjoying my th- and listening to my thoughts maybe we have the same thoughts you know it's just nice it's a real nice community um, of home and away fans so I really really appreciate your support it's just been all overwhelming I never expected as many people to interact and engage with this podcast as have done um i've only been going since july um so we've not even covered the full year it's just been it's just been phenomenal so thank you so much um a little bit of a break now over christmas and new year period and then we'll be back into full swing for season two as we're calling it of the coastal news podcast where we'll review episodes weekly um and you know we'll share thoughts and opinions if you want to ever get involved in the show i'm keen for other people to come and have a chat with me on the podcast and i think that's something we'll definitely seek out more next year um but until then have a very safe holiday period have a very nice time enjoy yourselves be together be with friends and family and um we'll see you back here as it, the show is back on air in the UK next year. Bye-bye.